Chapter Twenty Eight of The Lone Ranger Rides. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Lone Ranger Rides by Fran Stryker. Chapter Twenty Eight. Wally leads an ace. Another gun full loaded with six soft-nosed slugs that'll blast your brains clean out in the back of your blasted head if you so much as make a move. These were the first words the Lone Ranger heard as he recovered consciousness. His body was a mass of pain, and each breath brought a stabbing sensation in his chest. He realized, but dimly, that Bryant Cavendish was speaking. He didn't know to whom. "'You're staying right here till Yuma's had plenty of time to get here with the law, and if he ain't come by sundown, I'm blasting the livin' hell out of you anyhow. Obviously, Bryant had the situation well in hand. The masked man edged painfully to one side and tried to focus his eyes on the scene about him. The bedroom air was heavy with the smoke of gunfire, and the light was dim. The floor resembled a battlefield. Wally laid where he had fallen, still unconscious. A pool of red surrounded Sawtell's lifeless body. Lonergan rolled upon the floor, clutching his stomach and moaning hideously. The lawyer was dying, that was obvious, but dying in the most horrible and painful way a man can die by bullets. Lombard sat in a chair, his right arm hanging limp and dripping red. His face was drawn with pain, but he was silent. Vince alone seemed to have escaped lightly. He had a handkerchief, a dirty blue one, wrapped about one hand, but this didn't prevent his holding both hands above his shoulders. The masked man struggled to his feet and almost staggered his way to the washstand. He somehow managed to splash water from a pitcher to the basin, then scooped handfuls of it to his face. "'You all right?' Bryant Cavendish demanded. "'I... I'm all right. I don't know just why. I... I thought... Save your breath till you get enough of it to talk with. I can see good enough to keep these skunks covered. You shot Vince's gun out in his hand. I thought for sure you was a goner.' The Lone Ranger heard a soft moan and turned to see Wally recovering from the blow he sustained when his head struck the floor. Still unsteady on his feet, the masked man carried water in the cup and threw it on the other's face. Then he joined Bryant Cavendish after regaining his guns. He sat on the floor and reloaded. For the first time he was aware of the freshly opened shoulder wound. The blood was soaking through his shirt. His chest, too, bothered him, but there were other things of far greater importance than his personal condition. Wally was sitting up with a dazed look in his face. "'You,' barked Bryant, "'get over there and stand close to Vince.' Wally obeyed slowly. Meanwhile, Lonergan had ceased his cries. The Lone Ranger knew by looking at him that the man was dead." Then he heard Bryant scolding. "'I had two guns,' the old man complained. "'I'd a wiped the lot of em out, 
if you hadn't messed into things so's I couldn't shoot without probably hitting you. That's just it, Bryant. I didn't want them all killed. We want them alive to talk. There are a lot of other men on this ranch, and everyone has been working with these. Where are they at now? Outside the house, figuring that you and I are dead. Skunks, growled Bryant. Wally appeared to have regained his composure. What, he asked, are your plans now? Shut up and you'll find out, snapped Bryant. This masked man told me about you, you dirty double-dyed rat, but I wouldn't believe him. He told me that he'd said just enough to you so you'd figure the two of us had to be wiped out. Then he dragged me out in my bed and packed me in this year corner of the room and waited till you showed your hand. By God, I never got talked to in my whole damned life like I've been talked to by this critter. Now he's showed you up for what you are, I reckon I'm to do some talkin'. I ain't interested, growled Wally. Now look out here, broke in Vince. I'm your own blood relative, Uncle Bryant. I... Don't uncle me, you weasel-faced runt. You was in on everything that took place. Only thing I don't savvy is where's Jeb? "'You'd better be interested in where Penelope is,' suggested Wally. "'You don't give a damn what happens to Jeb, but if you're interested in that girl, you'd better be willing to talk things over reasonable.' "'She's in the care of that Indian,' retorted Bryant. "'And a damn sight safer than she was around here with you crooks.' Wally nodded. "'Suit yourself,' the Lone Ranger said. You were going to say something, Cavendish. I was, said Bryant, and still am. The Lone Ranger rose again, feeling slightly stronger, and while Bryant talked, did what he could to dress the broken arm of Lombard. I got a plenty to explain, said Bryant. It's as you said. I didn't want to let on that my eyes was bad, because I knew I'd be took advantage of by everyone, so I tried to hide it. I told Mort that I wanted a good lawyer to come here and help me make up my will. I didn't know anything about this Lonergan, except that he talked like he knew law. He did, said the Lone Ranger. I had him make out my will, and I signed it. When he read it to me, it sounded like I wanted it. The lion crook didn't say anything about anyone called Munson. You don't know anyone by that name? No. When I told you I'd never heard the name, I told the truth. What about the other document? I had Lonergan write that up, too. It's just like you said it was. I planned to have all these no-good nephews sign that paper. Penelope wasn't never supposed to sign it. "'She wasn't?' asked the Lone Ranger quickly. "'No, she wasn't supposed to sign that any more than a man named Munson was supposed to inherit my ranch. I left all I owned to Penelope. That's how the will was supposed to read, and that's how Lonergan read it to me. When I took Mort into Red Oak last night, 
these skunks seen their chance to make penny sign that damn paper i savvy what their dirty double-crossin scheme was i ain't no fool them crooks knowed that none of them could be named in my will without arousing a hell of a lot of suspicion so they put in the name of munson if you want my opinion there ain't and never was no andrew munson that said the lone ranger is about the way they planned it they knew the claimant to the basin would never appear and they'd go on running the place in accordance with the terms of the will and using it as they have been for the past weeks in their cattle business wallie yawned in feigned boredom when you get through with all this talk you'd better spend a little time deciding whether you want penelope to live or die the lone ranger said there's one more thing we haven't learned his voice grew flinty who was in the party that ambushed those texas rangers what's the difference answer me and if i don't replied wallie in a bantering tone the masked man stepped back a pace and drew his gun he held it at a hip the muzzle pointing at the stomach of the other you saw how lonergan died he said softly it wasn't easy to watch wallie glanced at the gun then at the masked man's face he saw something in those steady eyes behind the mask that made him almost feel the frightful drilling of a slug in the pit of his stomach i i didn't know anything about it he said mort and vince planned it by themselves and you damned squealer yelled vince go on rangoon bossed the job you'd a done it your own self bellowed vince if you hadn't been so damned yeller all of us all the time had to take orders from you while you strutted around in fancy clothes that's what i wanted to know the masked man said holstering his weapon that's a confession shouted bryant and i heard it i'll witness that in court but wait fairly shouted wallie you've nothing to gain by hanging us it'll just mean that penelope dies too you don't understand one of the windows in the room looked out across the basin to the gap the masked man had glanced toward this frequently throughout the conversation now he saw horsemen coming from the canyon yuma will be here in a few minutes he said he's crossing the basin now then you've got damn little time to decide i made arrangements in red oak like i told you last night wallie addressed himself to bryant there's a woman there that's agreed to take care of penny and those kids i didn't say how she was going to take care of her it's breed martin's wife breed martin bryant roared the name a skunk that'll do anything including murder for the price of a drink why you the old man was trembling in rage struggling to get on his feet his hands were working as if his fingers itched to feel wallie's thick throat that's just it said wallie i admit all you've said here 
I admit it to prove that I was willing to go to any lengths to have my way. I plan to be the richest man in this part of the country. Wally's voice was shrill and getting shriller. I wanted every killer in this state taking orders from me. I was going to control the state, and I wouldn't let the life of one girl stand between me and what I wanted. I told that redskin where to take Penelope. I described the house. He can't miss it. Two hours after she gets there, Breed and this woman will have everything all set to take her and the kids south of the border, and that'll be the last of them. You know damned well what'll happen to a girl as pretty as Penelope in some of them outlaw greaser dives. I told Breed and his wife to get her out of Red Oak and go and hide until they heard from me. They'll do just that. If I don't show up, they'll go on south with her. Where's that hiding place? barked Bryant. Where is it? Answer me, you louse. Answer you, and then go and get hanged? What do you take me for, Bryant? A damned fool? Not on your life. You've got to make your mind up quick. Hoofs clattered outside the house. Wally glanced through the window and saw a score of horsemen coming close, with Yuma in the lead. Quick, he cried. It's us or Penelope. You can put all the blame on the dead men. If me and Vince and Lombard can ride out of here, we'll promise that Penelope comes home before dark. Turn us over to the law, and I swear you'll never see that girl again. Bryant raged and stormed. His fury broke all past attainments. The louder the old man shouted, the more he said, the more poised Wally became. During the furor, the Lone Ranger made no comment. The hoofs clattered in halting, and men's voices carried to the room. The Lone Ranger saw with satisfaction that the men with Yuma were not weak-willed deputies like Slim. They were grim man-hunters, Texas Rangers, and they lost no time in herding the men of the basin into a close-packed group with hands upraised. A door was opened downstairs, and heavy boots clattered on the stairs. Bryant Cavendish, sweat dripping from his face, looked beaten. He cast an appealing glance toward the masked man. "'I,' he said, "'don't have no choice. You gotta stand behind me. That girl's life means more in these crooks' death. That skunk has played an ace.' End of chapter 28